All right, Ella Brody, welcome to Wrestling Has Lost Its Way. Uh, interesting week. Some news has been out there. Some releases have happened. So to go on with the news, here's Johnny. All right. So, yeah, there's not – wasn't really that much news this week, but uh, WWE has continued in, on releasing uh, wrestlers uh, – so like they did a couple of Wednesdays ago. And there were only only two this week. But uh, we may get more in the coming weeks. So the first one they released is, which was a surprise to me, which was Cain Velasquez. Cain Velasquez, they just signed him in October when, when, they, when they went to Fox. He only had one match in Saudi Arabia against Brock Lesnar, which only went a few minutes. And then he injured his, his knee, and he's been out ever since. So that came as a surprise that they released him because he had just signed a three-year deal back in October. The other one, which was... When when they, when they did the mass releases a couple weeks ago, they did Raw and, and NXT. They hadn't really done SmackDown yet. Kane Velasquez was technically SmackDown, and so was uh, Joseph Curtis, Curtis Henning, who was uh, went by the name of Curtis Axel in WWE. Curtis Axel, is, or I should say, Joseph Henning, is a third generation wrestler. His grandfather is Larry the Axe Henning. And of course, his, his dad is the, the late Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning. They hadn't really used him much after, I'd say, after 2012. He started in, in WWE's uh, developmental system in Florida. And then in 2010, he was part of the Nexus. Where he went under the, under the, the name Michael McGillicuddy. Mm-hmm. Fucking hate that name. Stupid names. <laughs> yeah, when you wrestle for WWE, they give you a crap name most of the time. <clears throat> so, and then after that, he he aligned himself with Paul Heyman. And became Curtis Axel because named after both his father and grandfather. Axel being the axe, Larry Henning, and Curtis after Kurt Henning. And he did have a run with the Intercontinental title, which wasn't that long. But after Paul Heyman dropped him, his career went down. He spent the last few years as a member of the the Miztourage with... uh, Bo Dallas, which then they became known as the B team, which that that's where he was he was at when he was released. So those those were the two releases of the week. And uh, the other news, big news is there are, are rumors coming out through different different uh, wrestling sites that. WWE is actually looking to sell the company. And I had actually mentioned this back when they first went to Fox. I told them, I said, 
I told you guys, I said, I said, watch out because I'm sure Disney is going to try and buy the WWE. And that's actually the biggest suitor right now is the Disney Corporation, which does own part of Fox and ESPN, ABC and all that. Um, And this comes after um, multiple uh, lawsuits being filed against Vince, Stephanie and, and Paul Levesque, Triple H, over possible insider trading because of uh, uh, the stuff that went down with the, the XFL. Uh, they stole, they stole, not stole, they sold a bunch of stock right before the XFL came to an end when this, when this whole coronavirus uh, shit started and they gained millions of dollars through that. So we're going to have to see what, what happens here in the coming weeks with that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about it because if Disney does end up buying WWE, I, I don't think the product would still end up being good. But I don't think, I think Disney would be way in over their head. I don't know. I just think a better company has to come along that would know what to do with it. And I have one in mind and they're already kind of tied in in a way. So just hear me out. What if Dana White from UFC is like, hey, I want more money and I already have one of the biggest companies in the world. So how about I get another one? And he buys into WWE. I I actually wouldn't mind that because then he could make it, make the product seem more realistic. Yeah. Yeah. I know it looks realistic enough to me, but with that UFC influence involved, I I think it could make it better. Yeah, because I think I think AEW is more realistic than WWE. Yeah. And NXT looks a lot more realistic than yeah. the main <laughs> roster product. Yeah, yes, NXT is almost almost at that AEW level. Yeah, yeah, it's right there with it. It's it's missing a couple of things, but it's about right there with it. So I just think that better company needs to come along, even if it's not UFC. I don't know, maybe. I don't know if New Japan would want to be, you know, because there's a connection there as well with having Shinsuke and also having had Gallows and Anderson and they got Kushida and yeah, just yeah, AJ Styles. So I don't know. That connection could be there as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you know what? That would be ironic if uh, if New Japan did buy them because 
because they were uh, uh, WWE was looking to buy a Japanese promotion to get the NXT Japan started. Yeah, they they tried to uh, get a, to buy a, a pro wrestling Noah in Japan, and they said no. So yeah. now what I'm hearing is NXT Japan's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I think they're because I know they're trying to get NXT Mexico going. Uh, maybe it's a little too much yeah. at the same time, especially with how the current situation is. Right. It would be easier to start NXT Mexico than NXT Japan. Yeah. So, you know, let's just stick with that. You know, you're trying to do too much. Uh, I, I thought that from the beginning. Recently, New, New Japan was trying to start an American. Oh, yeah. New That's Japan, yeah. America. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they want to buy it. That's what I'm they already saying. Have the stable there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what? Okay. Here's. I I never really thought of it in this way, how I'm about to throw it out there, but what if, okay, we all know all companies, whatever company it is, doesn't last forever. And WWE has been running for a long time. And I know they just got a, a deal with Fox that is fairly new still and all these other parts of the company that they're trying to keep running. But what if, let's just say they keep NXT, NXT, because that's what it is. If New Japan does buy WWE, what if this is the end of WWE? <laughs> They just acquire all the wrestlers, and and it they, just switches over to New Japan America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I it, actually it, don't mind that. It would it you keep the because technically it's still the same company. Yeah, you're just changing the name and making the product better. Right. So you could keep the contract with Fox. You could keep the contract with USA yeah, and just under a different name and be like, hey, look, we're going to put it out there as New Japan America. And then I can see them uh, condensing, you know, WWE Network into New Japan World. Yes. Yeah. You just combine those two. Yeah. I'm not mad if that happens. <laughs> you know, because you, cause you could also do uh, – see, oh, again, booking stuff that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> but like Fantasy I said, matches. Yeah. You turn, you turn the main roster shows into New Japan America, and you keep NXT, NXT. And then you could also do like New Japan America versus NXT pay-per-views. You never, you never have those two parts of the company wrestle together until like 
one or two times a year. You hold the special pay-per-views where you do combine those two worlds and do kind of like when they did WWE versus NXT. You just do NXT versus New Japan. Yeah, there could be a lot of good shit there if it does happen. But would would it hurt to see the WWE name go away? Yeah, but it would still be WWE just under a different name, you know. (laughs) It's it's weird. I think they might if they did, they might even keep the name since it's so well known. Yeah, but maybe they would keep the name at first. But they yeah. would slowly start introducing and make that change because, you know, they are trying to move into the States, you know. It's it's something like new. New Japan, WWE or something like that. <laughs> NJWE. NJPW, yes. Uh, we thought the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just clicked right now in my mind. It's You just name it NJWWE. NJPWWE. Yeah, NJPWWE or something like that. Yeah. There's potential there. Yeah, but who knows? I mean, I just, the only thing, what I'm trying to get out of this is I don't want Disney to buy it. (laughs) Because. (laughs) No, because then we'll have WWE on ice. Yeah, well, I don't know. Okay. Here's here's how I'm going to put that. You think we've had the PG era? This would be the the G G era. We don't want that. (laughs) Imagine a company, and again, this is stemming from my hate. So here we go. Prepare yourselves. (laughs) Imagine a company full of John Cena's and Roman Reigns. Nobody wants that. Corbin would finally be a Disney original Disney princess, though. And Darren Corbin (laughs) would be a Disney princess. Yeah, (laughs) but at what cost? But I could, I could see like, like the the ring canvas would turn into like a mattress, and like the turnbuckles would be like pillows. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) softer. It would be an interesting look, but. Not in a good way. It would it would be the death of WWE. Yeah. <laughs> if Disney buys it. So yeah. I just want Disney to stay well, away from it. Well, I I don't know I don't entirely know about that because I mean it, it, the one who's the one who's actually trying to sell it is Vince. So that means yeah. Vince is Vince is gonna step aside. That you know, yeah. you're still gonna have Stephanie and Triple H around. Yeah. As far as we know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. They might. They you might. Know. They might just go in and fire everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you never know with someone buying you out. Especially, who would? They, who would they would keep? Yeah, especially big corporations like that. Yeah. Yeah. Disney, if they do buy it, could do whatever they want. They would keep people that kind of know how to run it and been with the company a while to keep it afloat and help them out. But 
in the end, they're going to get rid of whoever they want. So, I don't know. This this is weird to think about WWE being sold. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> not having Vince involved and, you know, maybe potentially Stephanie and Triple H not being involved. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just weird. It's weird to think about. Yeah. But how long have we wished for Vince not to be involved? Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. That, that that to me, that's really only been maybe the past five years. I think there's been a de- decline in the product these last five years. A really noticeable decline in the product. Because uh, you know, up until. Uh, Probably, I'd say probably 1997, there weren't that many people that actually that knew Vince ran the company because Vince yeah. was always, he was always the announcer. Yeah. And and then, you know, it wasn't until the, you know, the Montreal screwdriver when he stepped stepped out from behind the mic and then it came out that, you know, he was, he was actually the head of the company. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to end up, but it's interesting. It's interesting to think that there might be a WWE in the future where a McMahon is not in charge. So, but by the way, side note: How uncomfortable would that be having to wrestle every week, knowing your your boss is right there watching you? Right. Yeah, feet from you. Yeah, definitely weird. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to end up, but fuck it. Anything is possible. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see where that goes. But uh, you know, Mike McGillicuddy being released. Yes, I'm going to call him that name because fuck that <laughs> name. And I hated it and I just want to say it one last time. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not a lot of news, but the bigger news is, you know, will the company be sold or won't it? So only time will tell. I definitely don't think it would happen this year. If anything, it would happen around the beginning of next year. Right. Yeah, because, well, one of, I don't know how true this news is or not, but one of the other things I heard is they could start having fans at shows as early as next week. That's not good. Yeah. I don't with agree social, with that. Not full capacity shows. It would be at 25%, but still. I don't know. I don't think they should do it still until it's completely cleared out and we can all be safe. Yeah. Because I'd rather have no fans than some fans because it just won't sound right either. Yeah. And, you know, other than not sounding right, I just want it. I just want people to be safe. So yeah, let's, let's not, Let's not bring in just 25% of fans. Just keep it this way until, you know, early next year. 
and then bring in and have full capacity shows early so. next year. Yeah. 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 Wow. That I I think that's the earliest it could happen. And yes, we are even talking about skipping over Survivor Series in Dallas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which we were all excited about because we were going to do NXT and the pay-per-view. So, yeah. Fuck it. I hate it. That is probably not going to happen. But, yeah, I'm calling early next year on anything. Concerts. Yeah. Sporting events. I'm calling July. You're calling July. Mm -hmm. Of this year? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just think. If if you're going to call July, I think you're going to get hung up on. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen in July, but who knows? Nobody knows for sure. Yeah. I'm hoping it's July. I won't be stuck in here for another. Well, no. Well, okay. No, that's different. That's different. uh, Yeah. I think, uh, you know, going out to restaurants and to the mall, I I think that's going to be okay by July. But I think the last thing that's going to go to full capacity are these big events, the concerts and the sporting events. and the. So you don't think NFL is going to play games this year? Yeah. Oh, they'll uh, play yeah, games. They'll play. They, they, they won't have a crowd, but they'll play. If they do have a crowd. They, they might limit the crowd, but I bet they have a crowd. They're already talking about uh, the NBA season that fin- finishing up at uh, at Disney in Orlando. Well, NBA is different. It's an indoor closed stadium, closed arena. Well, small. Yeah, but you still got like 20,000 people. Well, no, but I was talking about the big outdoor open door area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know with the NFL, it's weird as well, but I could see them having some fans also not running at full capacity. Yeah. And it would still sound better because it's it's open air and mm-hmm. it echoes a lot more. So and plus when you're watching the game, they're really not focused on the people. It's no but you're focused on them. the teams playing, yeah. But I don't know. I wouldn't be mad if they do empty arena games. Yeah. You know, they're about, just, to, re- they're about to restart NASCAR with, with no fans. Yeah, no, Texas turned it down. Because hmm. <laughs> he wanted fans. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I don't care for NASCARs. Neither do I. I, I don't care I just, either. There, there's this one guy that works with us. Uh, one guy that works with us in Yonder. Who I'm talking about. That's that's balls to the wall crazy about NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah. And and, yeah. and you know, he's he's excited about them coming back. Yeah. But you know me, I'm excited for NFL. Yeah. And wrestling. I'll watch. I'll watch the Mavericks, so the NBA coming back. I'm good with that. I'm I'm waiting for baseball to come back. Yeah, see, I can't get into that either. Not unless I'm there. I can't do baseball unless I'm there at the stadium. On TV, it's just too slow. Yeah. I I can't – I I can't get into – 
I can't bring myself to go to a game. <laughs> so, but that's for a different so, reason. But so, <laughs> um, by the way, when we were talking about football, I, I forgot to mention that that uh, Gronk went back to football. He uh, yeah, but the, he's still twenty four seven champ. The Patriots they sold his contract to the to the Buccaneers so he can go play with uh, Tom Brady again. Yeah, and he's still twenty four seven champion. So think of the the scenarios that might happen, you know, on the field. What what are the chances of <laughs> say a title change during a preseason game? <laughs> this is just a big clusterfuck of shit. That's what I'm going to start calling or training camp or something. Yeah, because you you lose the XFL. Yeah. So there goes Vince's connection to football. And then you get Gronk going to play for Tampa now. Who, who by the way, just also signed a three-year deal with WWE. Yeah. So what in the fuck is going on? That's, that's, what my, that's where my mind goes most yeah. of the time. This is what in the fuck is going on? All these companies are connected somehow now. Yes. So, I don't know. It's yeah, just be- weird. Before you know it, they're they're gonna be playing football with uh, with a wrestling ring right in the middle on the fifty yard line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And re- before we get into the reviews of the shows, I just want to bring up one thing real quick because I know I talked about it with both of you during the week as soon as it happened on Wednesday. (laughs) So I just want to get people's opinions if they want to give their feedback on it. But I just want to point out during the bubbly bunch on uh, AEW Dynamite, uh, you know, they brought in a lot of people to record they didn't bring them in, but everybody put in their clip of to be involved virtual in AEW. Yeah. yeah, virtual fighting. Yeah. And uh, one of the people, one of the persons involved was Mr. Corey Taylor, which I, 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 it was awesome to see him there because I love Slipknot. I love Stone Sour. So it was cool to see Corey Taylor involved. But here's my thing. Slipknot does the song for NXT, and he was on an AEW show. So what I think is going to happen is WWE is going to get petty and confront Corey through Zoom (laughs) because they can't see each other in person and just be like, what the fuck, man? You do our song for NXT, and now you're over here. Sure, it was the shortest clip ever, but he's still involved with AEW now. And he was involved with WWE before even doing the song for NXT because at an NXT show one time, uh, Baron Corbin took a swing at him, and then uh, Corey Taylor laid him out. So... There's been a couple of years there where they've probably been going back and forth on doing something and have done some things. So I don't know. I don't know. I could see WWE getting mad. Yeah. 
at Corey and just being like, look, fuck your song. We're going to use another song. (laughs) (laughs) I could just see that happening. So (laughs) I I know Drew said he doesn't think it'll happen because of the amount of money they had. They probably had to pay for the rights to the song, but I think it could happen. Okay. I don't think but, I don't think they paid anything for that because that that was that that was an original song just for NXT because in the song it says we are NXT. Where else is yeah. she going to use that song? I could edit that part out. I, I guess. I mean, they could. It could always be re-uploaded. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. Just another thing to think about. Because, you know, that's how WWE is. They get mad when things don't go their way and uh, they cut people and songs, you know. They're they're doing the same thing thing right now to Roman Reigns. Yeah. Roman Reigns decided because of the the health crisis that he's not going to show up because of, uh, you know, his health. He's had leukemia twice now and... uh, and even though WWE said that, you know, they're they're not going to make the wrestlers stay if they don't want to, with you know, they weren't going to have consequences, but they've decided not to even mention his name on TV anymore now that it's, he's not around. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, see they how even, that's holding somebody against him. They even took him out of the, the videos for Make-A-Wish that they had on the show last night. And... I think probably after John Cena, he's probably the second, second, the biggest uh, Make-A-Wish guy with WWE. Yeah, I think they've even gone on record as to saying that, is that Roman Reigns is a close second favorite behind John Cena. <laughs> so, I, I don't mad, know. It? <laughs> Your two favorites are not one or two. <laughs> How dare you, sir? No, no. Okay. I just I just wish they would do the same to Cena, <laughs> so they can both get bumped off the list. And I just we I just want to see a bunch of Make a Wish kids with fiend masks on. <laughs> That's what I want to see. So, but the fiend really doesn't. That's the word I'm looking for. Care? <laughs> Here? Her. Can you imagine a bunch of little Make-A-Wish kids and they they take the Firefly Funhouse set to them? Come on, man. That's, that's not greatness. the Fiend. That's Bray. There's a difference. It's yeah, the same Bray. guy. It's the same No, but guy. there's a different character. And Just then, like Braun's not wrestling the Fiend this time. He's wrestling Bray this time. Okay. So Miz didn't wrestle the Fiend. He wrestled Bray. What are you? <laughs> what are you gonna ruin my high, man? <laughs> well, the Fiend is not geared towards kids. I was already picturing a Firefly Funhouse segment with a bunch of Make a Wish kids, like that one, like one of the first uh, Firefly Funhouses. Yeah, when you saw when the had all the brainwashed kids. kids. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I want. I, I can just see one of those happening in a hospital. They could record <laughs> it there, man, with a bunch of Make-A-Wish kids. Come on, 
Come on, just oh, I want That's that fine. to happen. As long as it's Bray and not the Fiend. But then there will be that <laughs> turn, and you know, then whatever it, it does. It doesn't even have to be the mask. It can just be like face paint on the kids. They're painting each other's faces as the fiend. Come on, man. Come on. It can be creepy. How many times are you going to be able to hear, hey, Make-A-Wish kids can be creepy? Come on. Come on. I just want Bray to be number one in Make-A-Wish because it's obviously not working out with Roman anymore. They're shutting him out. And Cena number one just makes me want to vomit. So <laughs> it's not our fault you can't stand the fiend. It's not our fault you can't stand Cena. I was about to say you need to get the fiend. <laughs> it it is Cena's fault. No, I think he it's needs... more just your fault. <laughs> okay, fine. We can go on forever, so I'm just yes, gonna end that there. That's what we're here for. Yeah, that's what we're here for. But, you know, I'm not going to go there right now. I'm just going to say I want Fiend to be number one for everything. So I'm going to end it at that. And you you want not only that, you want the Fiend to be involved in every storyline. Not in every (laughs) storyline. But I know. Giving you a hard time. He wants the Fiend to start dating Mandy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then she'll become Sister Abigail. Not bad, not bad. See, I'm not. The, <laughs> I'm not the only one that wants shit like that to happen. And just remember, when whenever I come in here with my shirt that says uh, "Mandy plus Bray," don't get mad at me. <laughs> just remember, y'all brought this on yourselves. So you, you could make that. <laughs> Yeah. Ray would have to kidnap someone to make it more. She, he can kidnap Mandy. Mandy, yeah. He could take her from Otis. Yeah. Yeah. Steal the briefcase <laughs> from him while we're at it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that probably won't happen. Probably we're just, not. We're just talking shit now, so. Yeah. We're just going to move on. <laughs> yeah. Before we start throwing out more crap out there. <laughs> so, I want to go ahead and get on with Raw and uh, just see what was uh, Johnny's favorite moment of the week. Hmm. What was my favorite moment on Raw? Um, uh, probably the, uh, the ending, the uh, contract signing with Seth and Drew. That was pretty good. Uh, uh, they had uh, Drew had a had a a great promo. Uh, he 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 told the he told Seth that that he that he's uh, full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they. Uh, I mean, you know, most contract signings are pretty standard. The wrestlers go in the ring, they sign the contract, they start trash tra- trash talking, and then they start they start fighting, and and the uh, and you know somebody goes through the the table, <laughs> but that's not really how this went. Uh, Jerry Lawler was was supposed to moderate it, but as soon as 
as soon as Drew got in the ring, he told uh, he told Jerry he might as well just leave right now. Yeah. So, so yeah. you you had an idea how how it was gonna go. Yeah, he was gonna be in control of it. Yeah. He wanted to be in control of it. So. Yeah, and and by the way, uh, I was a little disappointed when uh, I I didn't think Jerry would be there at all because. Samoa Joe was back on commentary this week. Yeah. And and at, at Lawler's age, he, he just needed to be out there. Yeah. Yeah, he they he definitely needs to I mean they're probably being careful with him. Yeah. But still to have him be out there, you know, it's it's not the best choice mm-hmm. to have him come out, you know. Just just use Samoa Joe. He's great on commentary. But, so, uh, so what did y'all think about the contract signing? Drew uh, had a great line where he said he was impressed with uh, Seth because he's able to stick his foot in the mouth and still stick his head up his ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably my my favorite moment of that segment is you managed to give him credit and insult him at the same yeah. time. Yeah. So, you know, it, it it's pretty awesome that they did it that way because obviously Seth is even with the controversies he has had with doing shit and saying shit on Twitter, uh he's one of their best workers. He's one of their best talkers. So for something like this to be said to him in that way is the best thing, one of the best things I saw this Monday night. So, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. That it it was a little different from the normal. So, always a plus when it's not just the normal, hey, I talk, then you talk, then we sign, and someone goes through the table. So, Yeah. yeah, it was good shit. Yeah. And I think the Messiah should never come out in a suit. He needs to come out in his little white robes, like being all angelic or whatever. <laughs> angelic. Wow. <laughs> well, he I thinks never, he's the Messiah. Come on. Yeah. But he I never wear a suit I'd, ever. I never thought I'd be able to hear that from someone. He, he, he should, he he's so angelic. Out, he should come out looking like a Freddy's picture. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, Pope hat with the, hat with the robe on, the Pope yeah. hat, and everything else. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the best one yet. I don't know why they don't keep on using it. I know, you know, but not our choice, just mm-hmm. what we think. So, yeah. yeah, but he he needs to go back to that shit. But yeah, that was a pretty good one of the high points of Monday Monday Night Raw for sure. So. Now we're going to go with Drew and see what moment he loved from the week. Liv Morgan beating Rui right. for the second time. And yeah, yeah that was the second time. Finisher. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess it's the middle rope flatliner, but she calls it oblivion. <laughs> yeah. We finally Which, got named for that finisher. Yeah. And she looked impressive. With her yeah. New moves that she, she's working with. Yeah. 
it's like she's slowly putting in moves to what she already had. Yes. So not throwing everything out there at once, just kind of slowly throwing it all together. Uh, I like it. Yeah, I, I like it too. The only thing I, I didn't like about it is because of, of you know the times right now there there isn't that many that much competition in the women's division. And yeah. last week she did say she was done with Ruby Riot, and then what they do this week they put her in another match against Ruby <laughs> Riot. Yeah, I guess you got to beat them twice in a row to be done with them. I guess <laughs> we'll yeah. see this Monday. We'll see. Yeah, that that part it that part of it made no sense, but you know whatever keeps her out there and whatever keeps her working, I'm happy with, and she showed new moves. So, and I love how she called it Oblivion. I yeah. think that's a good name. So, yeah. Um, and they I'm, interview I'm, her after the match and talk about she's finally found herself. Yeah. How she's starting to find her new self yeah. again. So, yeah. It, it was cool, too. I liked how that went. So, I'm I'm just excited for her and this chance she's getting. So that was awesome. Uh, if I had to choose a favorite moment, just because it was a little different than from all the people they have challenged, uh, as far as when they now that they're on main roster. Uh, I like the Viking Raiders and what they had to say <laughs> against the Street Profits and how they want to get the titles back. And seeing as uh, every time the Street Profits have won a title is because they don't have it currently. So. Yeah, that, that the Street Profits only won the NXT tax title because uh, the Viking Raiders had had to let them go when they when they moved to the main roster, and yeah. the only the only reason they won the 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 Raw tag team titles, the Street Profits, is because uh, the Viking Raiders one of them got injured, so they weren't able to defend the title. So they said they haven't really uh, they haven't legitimately uh, fought, fought them for the title yet. Yeah, and I like how. Even the Raiders were like, we want all the smoke. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Use their own line. Use their line against them. That's what I fucking love. (laughs) Yeah. But it was a little different from everything the Viking Raiders have been doing because even though they have spoken, uh, this is, I think, the actual first time where they have said a lot more. And made it very clear so of what they want. So hell yeah. That was my favorite moment of the week. And so now I wanna go because what I saw a lot from these shows this week, at least from Raw more on SmackDown, I would think, is uh there was some good and also some bad stuff that they probably shouldn't have done. So I want to go with Johnny's uh, worst moment from Raw. Okay. Uh, what I didn't like is uh, that uh, Apollo Crews 
pretty much took himself out of the Money in the Bank match. He uh, yeah. he had a match against Andrade for the U.S. title after uh, pinning him earlier in the night in the six-man tag between uh, between Zelina's AAA team against uh, <laughs> against the, the against the men's Money in the Bank uh, uh, competitors uh, uh, Apollo Crews and uh, Rey Mysterio and Alistair. And yeah. So so Apollo got the pin there, but so uh, Apollo. Well, uh, another thing I like backstage, Apollo he did the stiffest slap. On Andrade, oh, yeah. I've ever seen. Oh yeah, like that's a Ric Flair quality chop. Like when yeah. AJ slapped uh, Ricochet. Yeah, a few months back. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so the challenge was laid down, and during the match, uh, Apollo Cruz attempted three moonsaults. Was it moonsault? I believe so. I think it was. Yeah. 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 Moonsault, and he botched every single one of them. And each time he, he hurt his knee even more. To by, yeah. by the end, by the end they pull him out. Uh, from what I'm hearing, though, this is a kayfabe injury. Yeah, and uh, and it's it's uh, not well. I I kind of don't like the the direction they're heading because Jinder Mahal made his return Monday, yeah. and a lot of people are speculating that. That uh, Gender and Andrade are going to have a match to decide who who fills that spot, and Gender is going to get the spot. And I heard it was going to be a gauntlet match. They may even let Gender win, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, I because I, I, they want to they want to set up maybe they want to set up that home uh, Drew versus Gender match, you know, two out of the three members, three and B going for the title, you know. Yeah. Bring that up. Yeah. But I'm with Drew. I also heard it's going to be a gauntlet match. Okay. So, yeah. It, it could be Andrade and let's say Gender does come back. That would only mean uh, whoever else they're putting in there are just going to be People for them, those two to run over. And yeah. I, I would go with Johnny on that, that okay. they would probably give Gender the win to put him in that match. Right. right. So, yeah. But I also hate that as well. Yeah, how, uh, how, uh, I got behind Apollo. He had a very good match. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I'm not the biggest fan of Apollo, but seeing the push he was starting to get and how how great these matches were and they were just a little bit different also of what he normally does for them just to ride him out with his injury, it's it doesn't sit well with me. But oh well, what's done is done yeah. and uh We'll see what happens with this gauntlet match. So, Drew, what was the moment? What was your worst moment of the week for Raw? The triple threat women's match of the Money in the Bank contenders never got started. Yeah. Yeah. 
they could have at least rung the bell and had a match. <laughs> well, that's only because they didn't want any of the three women to lose. <laughs> yeah. But someone has to lose. I yeah, mean, I know. We go into a match knowing there has to be a winner. So just give us the match. Okay, so if if they had the match, who takes the pin? I was I would say Shayna would take the pin. I think Oscar. Definitely, I don't know. That way you make you don't make Shayna look bad. Who would get the win though, Nia? But but Shayna already already looked bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she's not taking the pin. Yeah, I I think they made a mistake in putting the three of them in that match. Yeah. Because it either should have been Asuka and Shayna versus someone else that isn't as big and as famous as they are. I mean, that match itself is like a pay-per-view caliber match. Yeah, yeah. So any combination of the three – with one of them excluded and someone else in there to take the pin. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a, that's where they messed up with it. So I could see why they would do the beatdown spot at the beginning to where the match wouldn't even get started. But I really wanted to see that match. Yeah, it too. It would have been a great match. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been mad at. It. I think it would end up being a good match. Uh, I, I think Naya would have would have taken the pin. Because, yeah, they probably would have had double team, double teamed her. Yeah, yeah. Because I, 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 I could see that since seeing she just came back. Yeah, yeah, and they could say she's rusty. And she submits to both of them at the same time. <laughs> yeah, have one on her leg and one on her on her arm. So there's not a clear winner. <laughs> right. And and then they could just have see see that would have made sense. Look at us. We're writing the show for you. And they're better Listen than you are. Us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So let's say they would have there would have been a double submission and you could have just done another match between Asuka and Shayna since they both made her tap at the same time. And there wasn't a clear winner. Y'all could have just done that on Monday. Mm-hmm. This coming Monday. Boom. There it is. But nope, we didn't get it. So I don't know. That was that was a little dumb. I don't know why they did it that way. Yeah. So if I had to choose a moment that I hated. I think it would have to be since Johnny already said uh, Apollo Crews thing. Uh, I would have to go with uh, Lashley just getting another squash match. Yeah. You know, and I'm I'm getting bored of the squash matches sometimes, especially the ones with Lashley because I don't like Lashley all he, that much. He has he doesn't have a personality. Yeah. Yeah. The the only thing I could the only thing positive I could say about yeah. this I match. Know it, I know where this is gonna go. 
is how he left Lana. In the <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, the, and, and the way and the he way saved it. it. Yeah. yeah. The way, yeah. way he said, oh, uh, well, you know. You're too distracting. You're too yes. beautiful. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know we just said he doesn't have any character, but those lines he used to get her to stay in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was about the only good part that came from this. But as a whole, I didn't like it. But that one part was funny. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Raw wasn't too bad. Little spots here and there I wouldn't have done. And the match that should have been. But overall, the show was all right. So... Now I just want to get Johnny's uh, take on SmackDown and what his favorite moment of the Ron's night was. I mentioned Selena's platform shoes that looked like ice skates when she was walking on them. Oh, and it made her like like a foot taller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Enough I mean, pants. yeah. I didn't want to make us uh, sound because uh, creepy. <laughs> we are. Creepy. Yeah, but we're dirty old men. Come on. Yeah. Hey, hey. I wouldn't say we're old. Yeah, dirty men for sure. But I mean, you are the you are the oldest one of three. And I do have the gray hair when I have hair. Yes. I mean, I have one like right here. Your whole beard is gray. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't. That's why I shake my. (laughs) (laughs) So I shake my head. Yeah, I shave mine just to stay safe right now because of everything. So yeah, okay. true. Yeah, usually I have a long white goatee, but I shaved it so the but mask I, don't irritate it. I, I have a feeling now. Now when I let my beard grow back out, more it's going to be more gray than it was before. <laughs> yeah, my mine's already. It's not Andrew levels of gray, but it's there. It's there. <laughs> Trust me, it's coming. <laughs> All right, so yeah. Selena was amazing, like always. As always. Yes. So we're just going to leave it at that. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, Johnny, what was your favorite moment of SmackDown? Mm. I don't know if I really – well, I I, I guess the last match, the – Otis and Dolph Ziggler match was yeah. uh, all right. I mean, it didn't get time the the time that it needed, but but yeah, uh, I'm I'm just glad to see Otis Otis get the win and and put into that money in the main spot. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a good one for Otis. Uh, you know, beating Dolph Ziggler twice. You know, that match really didn't need the time. Because they already had that match at Mania. Yeah. So this match was just there to put him over. It it did the job to put him over for Sunday. Right. And I just think it's it, it they're setting him up for the win. But we'll get it we'll get into that ladder match. Uh yeah, because here in a bit. Yeah, because some interesting developments came out last night. We'll, we'll we'll discuss. Yeah, I want to discuss that before we end. Yeah, 
Well, I'll save that for the very end. Yes. But yeah, that match was good. It it was it had the enough time to do what it needed to do. And it set up Otis to look good beating Dolph Ziggler twice. And for him to go in on momentum for the money in the bank ladder match. So it was good. And uh, Drew, what was your favorite moment well, of SmackDown? I'm going to let you have your little story time. So I'm going <laughs> to take the Forgotten Sons beating the New Day in a tag team match. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I will admit, I I know a little bit of the Forgotten Sons. I've seen a couple of their matches, but I really hadn't seen way too much. But you're going to come out and have that caliber of a match. Look that dominating against the New Day. Yeah. 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 Some people might say uh, maybe being pushed a little too quickly. But look at the name, though. That name just screams attention. Yeah. That's the kind of name you don't forget. But <laughs> Yeah, because it's in the title. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what I mean, though. There's like a lot of the tag teams uh, don't get a name. Right. They They just come out as their individual names. But the better tag teams, yeah, this is the kind of names they have. So, and and plus, plus they are. I, I'm taking advantage of of the time that we are in now that that not everyone can be at the tapings. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so by that logic, the Forgotten Sons are better than Miz and Morrison. Hell yeah! Yes, <laughs> I would say so. And yeah, and that's going to lead into my thing I didn't like, which I'll come up in a minute and talk about that. Yeah. I like the fact that there's actually. The third guy there, and they're taking on New Day, which leads me to believe Xavier is going to be back pretty soon. Oh yeah, yeah he yeah I yeah I think they said they they said he would be back by the summer, so maybe another month. Yeah, yeah, I I think New Day's in a bit of us, even though they are the tag team champions, they're kind of stuck in a position without him. So yeah, I'm just ready for him to come back. And for all three of them to be together again, and they can be the true new day. Never thought I'd say it, but I missed the trombone. <laughs> yeah. 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 I never uh, thought I would be able to say that either. Yeah. He's going to come back with a new one, too. And, and, oh, I'm glad we don't have the pancakes, though. And with, with no fans, that trombone really would have been loud. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, it would have been loud as all hell. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm just ready for him to come back. It's definitely, they're definitely lacking a little bit of uh, momentum because I think Xavier sets the tone for yeah. New Day coming out, you know? And, and I actually think I prefer the pancakes over the videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to catch one one day. Hopefully. It's going to be ho- Next, it's going to be the Skittles. The Skittles. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yes. You're going to get Yeah, because they did a commercial. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get pelted in the eye with the Skittle. Oh, God. No, they're going to take the little fun-sized packs and throw them, throw them to everybody. 
Oh, so a black guy. Yeah, the little fun uh, sock pants that you give on Halloween. Yeah, I, I could see that going well, and a bunch <laughs> of people getting hit in the eye. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be funny. Don't wait no more than a pancake. Come on. <laughs> Have like a like a t-shirt cannon, but it's a skittle cannon. (laughs) Jesus, let's not go with the skittles. I never thought I never thought I would be able to say this sentence. I'd rather take a pancake to the face than skittles. (laughs) How about a jawbreaker? It literally break your jaw. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Let's stick to the pancakes. <laughs> All right. So my moment of the night, I would have to go with since uh, Drew already took the Forgotten Sons winning. Uh, I guess I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, Daniel Bryan getting the win, even though it was a DQ, and Baron getting all fresh. I just I just like to see Baron frustrated. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to go with the Daniel Bryan win because even though SmackDown was the original, the normal two hour time, uh, they really didn't have that many matches. Well, the first one lasted. 35 minutes. Yeah. Minutes. <laughs> yeah. And I think I even messaged that to let you yeah. know while I was, while, while we were watching it, like, damn, this took nearly 40 minutes of the show. So yeah, maybe they could have fit in another match somewhere in there and maybe make that take less time. But that's the one I'm going to have to go with because, you know, I just like to see Baron throw a hissy fit. Queen Corbin. <laughs> Princess, <laughs> Princess Corbin. Corbin. Yeah, Princess Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have to go with that just because I, I like to watch him suffer. <laughs> and he was definitely mad and suffering because of the loss. <laughs> so... Uh, Johnny, what was your down moment of the night for SmackDown? Well, I'm going to go back to the tag team match. Uh, and there wasn't anything wrong with the match itself. But uh, the thing I didn't like was having Miz and Morrison on commentary the whole time. It was yeah. distracting. <laughs> they, you know, they're, all they did was talk about themselves and other stuff than not pertaining to the match and doing their stupid here in which yeah. I, I won't repeat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Drew likes repeating it, but I'm not going to let him do it right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I, I understand Johnny's decision because one, okay, I'm going to go ahead and put it this way. Miz and Morrison on commentary has worked before. But not in this match because it's the Forgotten Sons' first match on the main roster. And a lot of people don't know them. So commentary really needs to put them over. Yeah, And you couldn't do that with them out there. So, right. yeah. I think that was a bad move. I, I know why they have them out there. 
because they want to put them into the tag team fold. And Miz and Morrison are involved in the mix as well. So I understand the decision. It was just a bad decision. So, yeah, that wasn't good that night. So, Drew, what was your uh, least favorite moment of the night? Seamus picking on Michael Cole <laughs> for doing his job. <laughs> I yeah. like that. Yeah. It, it, no, but it, he's done it, it the last three weeks. Yeah, I know what they're funny. setting up for Seamus versus Hardy whenever he comes back next week, but <clears throat> don't take it out on Michael Cole. <laughs> Actually, I think I think we might see that match at Money in the Bank. Yeah. Yeah, I because you probably will it, it, on the pre-show. I don't. Think I don't know. Make that a pre-show match. I don't either. Especially because, since, never mind. You never know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think uh, that would be a pre-show match, just because of the build Jeff Hardy's getting. Yeah, and you can't do all these video packages for him for four weeks. Yeah. Just to put them on the pre-show? Nah, I don't think that works. So, but I do. I do think they will get a match at Money to Make. Oh yeah, the match is going to happen. It might be the first match of the night. That's yeah. how you open. And it, it I don't, I'm, I'm going to get into. We're going to get into that later on. The one I was going to go somewhere with the location of the pay-per-view but right <laughs> yeah uh that could be a good opening match so yeah and it, it I, I find it funny how Sheamus is torturing Michael Cole and like <laughs> knocking the headset off his face and yeah stuff like that it's hilarious <laughs> it's hilarious I'm surprised that my moment was not chosen by one of you I feel bad for Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're setting up. They're going to have a match at Money in the Bank. Her and Sonya. Yeah. But I w- Come on, man. I would have I preferred... know. We both wanted the couple to win the title. The ba- yeah. Yes. The briefcases. Yes. Yes. I wanted that visual at the end of them being happy together. Come on, man. Who, who knew? that WWE can make us a bunch of softies. <laughs> when we should be talking about who's going to be getting their ass kicked and who's going to be, who's going to end up possibly with something broken because of the ladders and shit. We're talking who's, about how. Who's, who's going to possibly get, get thrown off a seven story building. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the possibilities of injuries. We're talking about a couple and, winning and a big kiss. At yeah. the end. And we're like, oh, we want to see them standing on top of the ladders, holding the briefcases and holding hands. And yeah. fucking, <laughs> come on, man. Uh, that's a good story, though. But it can't happen anymore. That's why I'm mad. I was really <laughs> mad at Sonia. I was really mad at Carmella. <laughs> Even though it's not her fault, yeah. I was still 
I was still mad at Carmella. Yeah, because without Sonya, Carmella Carmella doesn't beat her. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just, I just hate that this moment isn't gonna happen. Are, but, are you are you mad at Corey too? Fuck Corey! I've always hated Corey. <laughs> He's always mad at Corey. <laughs> yeah, I'm always mad at Corey. But whatever, I'm I'm mad that that moment's not gonna happen. That was my. I was really disappointed. <laughs> I want to get away from SmackDown now. Yes. Wait, how can we go away from SmackDown without talking about the Funhouse? True. Surprised you didn't mention the Funhouse because I'm so mad at. This. <laughs> That's why. That's why I didn't. Oh talk come about on! It. The Black Sheep story time was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely, the good shepherd was, was abandoned by awesome. the black sheep and all the other animals. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I thought he was going to mention the other animals, like like uh, the 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 other sheep. Yeah. Like the especially, I, I thought he was going to throw in like a Brody Lee mention or something. You know. Yeah, that would have been the no, perfect time. If he would have done it. He would have called him by his other name. Yeah. Right, but yeah, but still, yeah, he might have wanted to, and Vince said, "Uh, uh, just call (laughs) the other animals." (laughs) Yeah, 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 because one went to the other company, and one got one just got fired. Right. (laughs) Yeah, but here's here's what I'm gonna say about the Firefly Funhouse. We know it, it was greatness, you know. Bray's a great storyteller. And this time he actually had a book in his hand and he was telling a fucking story, which was awesome. I stopped. I was having dinner when that happened. I stopped eating my food just to watch. And the book actually had the title of the black sheep on it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I want to know what book they put it on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the black sheep. Duh. I, I want a copy. <laughs> yes. I want a signed copy. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I want a signed copy as well. Yeah. But, you know, I wanted I wanted to make my choices a little different this week because I can't go with the Firefly Funhouse every week. Then I get too predictable. Right. So there's just like, oh, he's just going to say the Funhouse. He loves hey, the I'll same thing. I let you have the Funhouse. That's why I took the Forgotten yeah. Sons. <laughs> Yeah, but this time I wanted something different, man. I kind of make myself different. But yeah, yeah, that was that was really really good. It, it was probably one of the best I've seen so far, just because of the momentum it's given towards that match, and I just want to see what's going to happen already. I wish it was next Sunday already. <laughs> <laughs> because that I don't know which match I'm going to love more it's going to be a lot of good shit yeah there are a lot of good matches well, since we're at the end of Smackdown they announced that uh, they're going to hold both matches together uh, you're on the ending but that's fine at the end of Smackdown. It's okay. we'll talk about it now that's alright we'll talk about it now uh <laughs> I, I don't think uh, I don't think I mentioned it last weekend, but one of the things I brought up as a possibility and what I wanted to see was both matches going on at the same time. 
And that's exactly what they announced. Yeah. They're going to have both the men's and the women's Money in the Bank matches start at the same time. They're both going to start on the in, in the lobby of uh, the Titan Towers in Sanford, Connecticut, and they have to go all the way to the to the roof. Yeah, where there's so, going to be a ring. Yeah, so this match hasn't even happened yet, and I can even though I just said a lot of the stuff is being unpredictable, and I don't know how this is going to go down. This is probably going to be my favorite match of the night <laughs> because it's going to be chaos. Yes. yes. Yeah. Chaos. I want to know how many cameras they're going to use to cover this thing. Well, uh, I don't know. Because you know, these pe- people are going to like separate. Yeah. In yeah. different well, yeah, they're, groups they're gonna, fighting. They're going to do this in a cinematic format. It's going to be, it's unfortunately not going to be live, it's going to be pre taped. But well, I know just, that. But just so they can do a cinema, cinematic format, like, you know, Firefly, Final Match, or Boneyard Match. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be good. It's yeah. Be- I, I can't even begin to predict everything that's going to happen. Yeah. But I, I want to see some intergender wrestling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We probably could. It's yeah. that has to happen. Hey, hey, uh, like like I was telling Freddie today, Nia Jax has taken a six one nine before. Yeah, she was in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, she took yeah. she took she took a super cake RKO and a six one nine. and then she's thrown out of the ring. Yeah, yeah. So you know, there's a lot of potential in this match. I, I and I I told this to Johnny earlier. Uh, again, we're going back to Baron Corbin here because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to see a spot where someone's on the seventh floor and gets chunked into the elevator and just gets sent straight to the basement. Yeah, go in the basement, push the button for one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it goes straight to the parking garage, (laughs) and that way, then the last spot you see is them getting in their car and just being like, "Fuck it, I'm going home." (laughs) That's how the match ends for them. Yeah, that would be hilarious. And uh, one of the other spots, uh, this is actually something we barely learned of today, so. I don't know if Drew knows this. So they have, I'm pretty sure there's footage of it out there, but it got out there that Vince took a, he kind of, he was for the recording to prove it in demonstration. Right. He either, I I believe he ziplined somehow safely from the top of the building to the floor. <laughs> to the ground. Yeah, to the ground. <laughs> so it's there's he did it to prove that it can be done safely yeah. even by a seventy year old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's probably there's probably gonna be a spot in the match where someone falls off the building. 
That that actually would, would sounds fun. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I've I've been ziplining before, and, and it, it's it's pretty cool. So yeah, and so that would put us as a whole two for two because yeah. we called both matches going on at the same time, <laughs> and then we also called someone has to fall from the building. Yeah, somehow. So it and looks it, like it's going to happen. And then whoever falls from the building, building, they have to be you know, like kayfabe out for a month. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Full. Uh, they could be shown so, like a full body at cast. home. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not not at home like a certain person with a hangnail, <laughs> and you know <laughs> they, a they, they, neck brace because he cut himself shaving. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that later. Yeah, segue. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're yeah. segueing into it. <laughs> yeah, but I like it. I like everything I'm hearing about what could possibly happen. So I'm just waiting for it. I'm ready for yeah. this pay per view to happen. Yeah, I just I'm just want to go ahead and be ready and watch it. So, now that we've gotten through with that, uh, I want to get I want to get Drew's favorite moment for NXT. Uh, Johnny didn't get to watch it this week, so he's gonna have to sit this one out. <laughs> <laughs> I caught I caught some of it here and there. I was watching it as we've been recording, so I have my favorite moment ready. But I'm gonna go with Drew. How far are you along in your watching? Oh, it's done. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Keith Lee Damian Priest match. Yes. Oh god. Keith Lee did some amazing stuff this week. Hell yes. He took yes. Priest uh and threw him from the barricade on the outside of the barricade to the ring apron. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I was then watching- he did a cork corkscrew slingshot over the top rope. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah, this match was something else. Yes. I know NXT has better caliber matches than main roster. We've said that and we mentioned it earlier in this show, but this was different. This was another level of good shit. Yes. This surpassed even NXT levels of greatness that we have talked about before. And oh, wait, my favorite, my favorite moment is tied into yours. <laughs> this this match is my favorite moment. I can't choose a different one. So, but I'm gonna point out my favorite moment since you were saying all that barricade stuff that was done and all that. My favorite moment was uh, Damian Priest fucking hitting a falcon arrow on yeah. Keith Lee. Yeah, he calls it the broken arrow, but it's falcon arrow on yeah, Keith Lee. It's a, yeah, it's a falcon arrow. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. It's the falcon arrow. So I, I was watching it, and it took everything in me to not say holy shit and interrupt where we were on the show. 
I think my jaw dropped and y'all didn't catch it. But <laughs> yeah, and if y'all saw my jaw drop, it was because of that. <laughs> the Falcon Arrow hitting. But yes, yeah, we're, we're, we're in agreement this week that this match was intense. And he, without him even watching it, I can tell you Johnny's favorite moment already. <laughs> Which one is that? Drake Maverick beating Tony Nese in the tournament. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yes. Yes. Fuck yes. That's my close yes. second. I don't know. Yeah. He's got to win. Yeah, he got to win. And it just makes me think what I said last week is a little bit more concrete that I don't know where this is going. I don't either. Because he was released, but he had to finish this up. But is is it a work? Are we just stupid and we fell for it? (laughs) Because he has one more match in in the first round. And if if he does win... Uh, you know, it might be a possibility that he might go into the, that final match. Yeah. Right. Yeah. WWE is playing with our emotions right now. <laughs> 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 they got us hooked with Mandy and Otis, and they got us over here wanting Drake Maverick to get this next win and save his contract. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> I saw him get the win and how excited he was. And I'm just, attaboy, Drake. Attaboy. (laughs) Attaboy. I just threw a silent attaboy at him when I saw him win. Now he's got to beat Tozawa. No, Kushida. Kushida, okay. Sorry. uh, Sorry, I'm I'm not being racist. (laughs) I'm Japanese again. They're both Japanese. You just got the wrong one. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't being racist. It, it, it happens. <laughs> just like, just like we, just like Drew gets his Mexicans confused. <laughs> Johnny got his Japanese people confused. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just wanna, I just wanna know if he can beat Kushida. I think he should. If WWE is smart, which with what they did at the at WrestleMania and the way the money in the bank pay-per-view is going to be, they're proving that they can do good shit. So just do it with Drake Maverick as well. Sign him again. Yep. <laughs> Sign him again. Have him be Kushida. Make us happy. That would definitely do that for a lot of people. So now that we got that over with, uh, your worst moment, if if you can even choose a worst moment for uh, NXT, <laughs> I don't know what Drew would go with. Did you see the Newly Bro show? Yes. <laughs> yes. I had the sound down it was because I, I, I didn't want it to interfere with the recording. But yeah, as soon as I saw him out there with the whiteboard and writing shit, I'm just like, what the hell is going on here? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this as a, was a Matt Riddle segment. Yes. It's Matt Riddle and Shane Thorne trying to do like a predict what each other says. So 
Matt wrote down on the whiteboard what he thought Shane would say. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And they just yeah, asked some questions like, to try to make like, them a closer tag team. Is what like, basically like, what a, like a match game. Yeah. Yeah. Or a newlywed yeah. show or something like newly that. Newlywed game. <laughs> that's what's, that's, that's what's the newly bro show. And it was oh, hosted okay. by I Byron. By who? Byron. No. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I saw it happening with the sound off. Uh, I could see Matt Riddle being funny. <laughs> because he's funny just to begin with. He's a very comedic person, but I don't know. That looks that that just looked weird. So did he already drop Timothy Thatcher? Uh I don't think so. I, do I don't know. Did he already drop Thatcher as his partner? I don't know. That's why it's it's he's weird. Still I'd have to temporary partner until this is over, evidently. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think stature, they're yeah, yeah. I think they're just together while uh, Pete out. Dunn. Yeah, yeah. Because not not to backtrack, but we did forget to mention that uh, on Monday on Raw, MVP came out and he said that he's now the new manager for the team of Shane Thorne, Thorne and Brendan Bink. Yeah, yeah. And at the That's... end of the Newly Bro show, they were attacked from behind by Imperium. Or the um, two that are here. Hmm. Yeah. Or Tell and Iker or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that's the where that, the ones that aren't Alexander Wolf and Walter. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other two. The ones that <laughs> probably stuck over in Europe somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only part of the night for NXT where I could say it lost me a little bit. Just because they're blending too many teams. I think Matt Riddle should have, even though they are in a tag team and all that, and I know people are out for certain reasons, I think that's where they should have kept just Matt Riddle as a singles competitor for now instead of trying to blend him into with someone else to yeah. work with for now. I don't know. That's where it lost me a little bit. So, Well, I think they did that because they're doing the interim uh, – Cruiserweight. Cruiserweight. If they did that with Matt Riddle, they'd have to do an interim tag team. Yeah. Because he can't yeah. defend it by himself, so they have to give him a partner in order to keep him. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's just weird is all I'm saying. I could understand why they're doing it, but it's just it, it was gonna look weird either way, you know? Because of, you know, being a tag team with Pete Dunn and how well that was working. And then having to do it this way just because, you know, real life shit got in the way of <laughs> the plans they yeah. had going. So. Just like it got yeah. in the way of everything else. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking up a lot of shit. Yeah. But they're doing the best they can. Yeah. So I can't, I can't be too mad at it. It's just weird to watch. So. I guess now we'll uh, bring Johnny back into the fold and uh, we're going to go ahead and go with uh, his, his favorite moment of uh, AEW Dynamite. Okay. Uh, I, I thought you were going to ruin it earlier because <laughs> I was going to talk about the bubbly bunch. Yeah. And you started talking about all the, the cameos and I thought you were going to 
talking about the whole thing. You just no. mentioned the Corey Taylor deal, but yeah, yeah, yeah the the this was another good segment of the, of the Bubbly Bunch. It started out with <laughs> with Sammy showing off his his bottle of hand sanitizer. <laughs> Being the cocky little shit he is. Yes, I I, I think he would make a great tag team with MJF. Hell yeah. They call themselves the assholes. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, asshole collective. Yeah. <laughs> but but in it then uh, Jericho says, well, well let's have a he called it man melee. Yes. And and it was just a, a, a montage of everyone everyone doing uh you know, fighting each other over over uh, social, well, they were social distancing, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but you yeah. Had, but... had all kinds of different cameos in it. You had uh, Lou Ferrigno with the taser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah, in there. yeah, fluffy. Yeah, yeah. Corey had, Taylor, which we already talked yeah, about. Vicky Guerrero. Kevin, Kevin, well, I'll get to her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kevin Smith and Jason Muse. Yeah. And yeah, uh, Vicky Guerrero was at the end of it when when Chris finally I don't know if he woke up or he he just ended the segment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it was it was some good stuff. Yeah, we we should have. Uh, there was definitely way too many people to name, so we just yeah. named the couple that we can remember that had and and. Huh. It, and it went by so fast too. You had to pay attention to see who. Was yeah, yeah, we couldn't really catch everybody. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm I'm liking the bubbly bunch. It's yeah. it's Jericho, Jericho's brainchild. Just yeah. he's being let. He's reinvented himself in this company, and. He, He's allowed to be free to do whatever he wants, as he should, you know? So, yeah, just another greatness moment of Jericho <laughs> to add to all the great moments he's already had. <laughs> so what was your moment of the night, Drew? The Cody-Darby match. Hell yeah. Yeah. And I liked when Cody moved out of the way and threw Darby into Brandy. According to Jericho, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. Uh, spot was a little weird. It was kind of botched, I think. It, it, I just I understand why it was done because they're kind of setting Darby up as a heel. Definitely, I think. But I, I just think it was a little bit of misstep from Cody. Yeah. Because whenever, whenever he let uh, Darby by, it's like he pushed him even more. Yeah. Now so, they send Darby up as a heel or maybe Cody up as a heel? Uh, now I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, because I'm Darby walked over there and right checked now. on her while she was down and as he was checking on her. Cody just came yeah. up and kicked him in the head. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I can see that as a better heel, heel turn. move. Yeah. For Cody than Darby. 
I don't know where they could go. I don't know what direction they would go with it. Because they both did some very heelish things. Yes. So, fuck, I don't know. And I liked when Darby used his crossroads on Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was say, never mind, I'm not going to go there. Yeah. That's, that's dark. No pun intended. <laughs> shit. Okay, no, no, sorry. I'm sorry for that last one. That was bad taste and joke. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I I also like how the pin happened. Yeah. How Where it was. Darby did the coffin drop, and yeah, he was pinning Cody, and Cody just like turned on his side to pin Darby. It's like, yeah, yeah, he just got he he got his shoulder up and kind of shifted his weight. Did, to did where... see... huh. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, did y'all see when Cody attended the coffin drop? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh he took knees to his back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I kinda wish he would uh he would have been able to hit it. They should have let yeah. him hit it. Yeah. Because since Darby, you know, hit the crossroads on him. You know, at least you could have said they both hit each other's moves on each other. So, yeah, I don't think Darby should have got his knees up, but oh well, it happened. It was an awesome visual, and uh, yeah, it was a really good match. I really liked the pin and how that happened. So, yeah, it was just amazing. Uh, my pick would definitely have to be Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian versus the best friends. <laughs> that fucking match, man. And the way the chairs were used. Yes. Just the holy shit. Holy <laughs> shit, man. Because the way the ladders were the way the ladders, the way the chairs were set up. The wrong company. <laughs> yeah. It's not oh, it's a it's a lot of weaponry being used right now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The slams that people were taking on the chairs, it's not normally how you're supposed to land on these bumps. So it looked crazy. It looked like a lot of a lot of them left with sore backs. More <laughs> than <did>. normal. <laughs> More than normal. Because just fucking brutal, man. Not landing flat on the chair, landing on the actual backrest of the chair, just spine first into that part. Uh, made me cringe, but it was awesome to watch. It was violent. That That's the best way I could put it. Is it was uh, more violent than normal. And you know, call me vicious or whatever, but I fucking loved it. Just the use of the chairs, it was awesome. Yeah. That was that was my favorite part of the night. And I know a lot of people have said they also loved it. So <laughs> that was that was great. But uh what was your whoops. 
getting interrupted a little bit there. <laughs> yeah, but Johnny, what was your uh, least favorite moment of the night? Issues. Can he hear me? Johnny. That was my fault. Uh, it's all good. I, 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 I muted I muted myself. <laughs> you forgot oh, to turn okay. yourself on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Because, I, I, uh, well, I'm, I'm sure y'all could probably hear me without the speaker, but it didn't sound as good. Um, yeah. But uh, if I had to pick a least fair moment, it would probably be the um, Marco stunt having to go against Bertie Lee. Yeah. Marco's still alive. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did anybody fun. see him get up? No, know. they went to commercial. When they came back, he was just gone. So I don't know if he walked out or not. He he, he Thanos the way. Yeah, yeah. He Thanos the way, boy. You thought he got torn apart by Lance Archer? Yeah. This was worse, man. I just feel bad for him. Yeah, he he's AEW's punching bag. Yeah. I I give him credit for being the smallest. I think he's 5'3". 5'2". 5'2". Yes. Okay. Okay. So he's not a small person. He just looks really damn small. Yeah, but when you have Brody Lee. That's what six eight, six seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He looks yeah. small. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but a half I, difference. <laughs> yeah, I I just feel bad for him. I just want to go ahead and uh, Luchasaurus needs to come back. He needs to have someone by his side because he's just getting murdered every week. <laughs> Even in matches he's not involved in, he's getting murdered. So, yeah, I, I just feel bad for him. He deserves better. <laughs> but I understand why they're doing it because of his size. And what do you expect when you put him against these people, these yeah. ginormous monsters? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that was definitely not fun to watch. <laughs> I just put nice effort by Marco, even though they're – even though he couldn't get a lot there, he tried. Yes. He tried yeah, his my, best. My note says, is Marco still alive? <laughs> he's not. He's not. <laughs> Nobody I, saw him. I, I think he's RIP Marco stunt until, <laughs> until next week. <laughs> until next week. We'll see what happens. But, uh, he's going to be sitting in the body cast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's just going to be a chair like that time uh, – Sammy had all the drawings and he drawing had of Marco? Yeah, it's just going to be a drawing of Marco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I don't think he's going to be there next week. <laughs> I think he's going to be at least missing for a week, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, so, Drew, what was your least favorite moment of the night? I don't know if I really had one. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of hard to have it's a hard bad to moment. Yeah. But the Britt Baker segment where she's in the office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as a role model. I think her and Bailey are competing for the 
worst role models in wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember as I was watching it, I was just like, it, it was fine. Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. And it was fine at first, but I just think they played her, you know, trying to get the lines right and kind of being like, no, don't do it this way, do it that way. And then they cut into the person that wasn't agreeing with her and the way things were done. And then she was just like, yeah, she's the best and all this yeah. shit. And uh, showing multiple takes. I, I, it was just annoying to me her a little bit. Her out in the back behind the closed door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that all goes to her being a great heel. So, you know, yeah. she's she's doing her job right. And her she's picking made, on Tony and all her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all those pictures of Shiavon. <laughs> yeah, it was it was hilarious that she she keeps on using him as a punching bag, even though they're friends. Yeah, air quotes. You know. It was, it did, it did, it achieved what it was going to achieve. It, it made me hate her even more. And that's just a great heel. So I could understand that pick too. Uh, yeah, I don't think I can go with a different moment than Johnny. <laughs> Everything else was just too good. I just feel bad yeah. for Marco. Yeah. That was. I knew it was going to happen because, come on, Marco versus Brody. I could see that coming from last week. So yeah, and yeah, yeah. You, you can't just let let Marco beat Brody. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I just, I, I just feel bad for him because he's being thrown around like the rag doll he is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't think I could choose anything different. I'm going to have to go with that one as well. So, yeah. Definitely going into this week, uh, into the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, we talked about that. It all looks amazing. So, I just want to see what this last little bit of build is going to be. AEW is going to be live again next week. And from what I've heard, they're going to be taping taping uh, they're going to be going live every two weeks until yeah. until we get out of this situation. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it's good that they're going live, you know, at least it won't be every week. So they're still trying to practice being as safe as possible. So, yeah, I just want to see what this coming week uh, will bring. I think it'll be amazing. It's going to be an amazing week of wrestling. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we already talked about how it's going to be both matches going on at the same time. That's going to be amazing. That's what I was going to end with. <laughs> but we got into it a little bit earlier than originally planned. <laughs> Oops. I, sh- I should have cleared that up a little more. I think you, you did. You said at I- the end. I thought you meant the end of SmackDown. <laughs> No, I meant at the I end. Knew of the show. You, I knew what he meant. Yeah, I wanted to save that for the end, but you know, it's all good. You know, it, it's it's going to be amazing either way. So 
we're we're good. Don't worry. I won't hold it against you, Drew. <laughs> yeah. We're good. And yeah. so with all that being said and uh I think we should uh be ready to go into stump the brain. <laughs> okay. A little money in the bank trivia. Okay. After winning the con- winning the match, who has held the money in the bank contract the longest? The longest before they cashed it in? Yes. Yeah. He's thinking. He'll get there. I have a feeling. (laughs) (laughs) We keep on uh, finding ways to make these questions a lot more difficult. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to have to say... uh... The one that comes to mind is uh, Edge. Edge won it at WrestleMania in in April, and he didn't cash in until the following January at New Year's Revolution uh, over John Cena. Okay. Well, Edge is the longest for the men at 280 days. Carmella held it for 287 days. Okay. <laughs> so you, and, didn't, you didn't specify I, I just said money in the bank match. <laughs> I know. I, yeah. I wasn't thinking. I'm sorry. I wasn't thinking of the women. That's all good. Yeah. And the top five yeah. are Carmella at 287. Yeah. Edge at 280. Seth Rollins at 273. Ziggler at 267. And number five is Sheamus at 163. So a lot of people like to cash them in quick. Yeah. Yeah. But there are some that hold them for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So I know I know some people are thinking, you know, who knows what's going to happen. But uh I know some people are saying uh Otis should win and cash in on the same night and give him kind of that double moment, but that's already ruined for me a little bit, so you know, not to go back on that again, but <laughs> but could you imagine that match Otis versus Braun? <laughs> beef versus beef. Yes. <laughs> it would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of questions going into it. It's going to be a very unpredictable night. So uh, this week is just going to add more fuel to that fire. So uh, we will see what it ends up being. So, and also, since Apollo Crews got hurt, uh, I don't know who's going to take that spot. So, something else to look forward to yeah. this week. But we'll, we'll find out Monday. We will find out on Monday. So, uh, if anybody has anything else to add, I think uh, we'll just go ahead and call it a day. Um, so, everybody have a good week. Uh, enjoy the shows. And uh, we'll talk to you on next Saturday. Have a good one. Later. Thank you later.